Welcome to the Circle of Dawn. Enjoy. Hi, just a short message here to let you know what happened at the beginning of this stream and why it starts in the middle of a conversation. Because, yes, I made a boo-boo again. Aha! Fortunately, unlike in session two, in which I had all mics muted for the whole session, hence why that stream is not available, because there is zero sound throughout the four hours of that stream. Yawn. Boring. Delete. Fortunately, only 18 minutes is lost here. Luckily, yay! as I remembered shortly after starting and unmuted people's mics. So, this is a summary of what was missed. The group have camped up at the edge of the clearing some 100 metres away from the corrupted life rock, having decided to observe what happens during the day so they can then formulate a plan of how and when to act. During the last hours of the third watch, Pandora and Omar heard the sounds of activity and quickly awoke the group as the following occurred. As you sit quietly on the last watch of the night, shortly after dawn, you sense the same rumbling as you did yesterday when the lions first appeared. The lions, as before, are the first to appear and start to patrol around the life rock up to 20 metres away from it, seemingly scanning the area for intruders. Ooh. The group continued to watch and took the opportunity to garner information about the Kradges, or elemental lions as the group tends to call them. Harathay Thorin, the first circle scout from the village of Howen, who has guided the group to the life rock, uses her talent creature analysis and gathers important information on most of the Kriages. So, back to the stream, where I summarise what information the group has gained thus far about the Kriages. Thanks for watching. See you next time. Remember, we stream every Monday at 19.30 hours UK, British Summertime, on Twitch at Earthdawn Guild. See you soon. Bye. So all that's happened is the, the, the five uh, Karaje uh, lions, so to speak, or elemental lions, earth, wood, water, fire and air. Um, Harathay, the first circle scout, has done creature analysis on... Kraje of Fire found out its damage rating, death rating, and physical defense. Did it on Kraje of Air. Wanted to know Mystic Defense. Uh, mystic def no, didn't want to know Mystic Defense. But anyhow, they failed with a 10, so its Mystic Defense is higher than 10. And the Kraje of Earth wanted to know its physical armor, and that was 15. And now wanted to know something about Kraje of Wood, and that's where we are. Is there anything specific that. Um you think we could use here? We could do something different, maybe we haven't looked at before. I think we need to know whether it's worth hitting this one as well or not. Because we know with Earth, because of the armor, we basically will not be able to touch it. So, okay. it's it worth knowing whether we can touch this one. Oh, armor again, then. Physical armor, yeah? Yeah. Go for armor. Go for armor. 12. Right, okay. And uh, I think a roll on the what would happen to water. Okay, let me do that. Um, so roll and 
I think this one's going to be more in line with the air element or, or with the air one. Because. Oh. Oh, that was lucky. I know, it was. Uh, it's still not an amazing role, is it? Uh, that's one. That's one question. That's the water. Question. Sorry? I think we should ask the same question. Armour. Yeah. Okay. Go no, for it. Do the armour. What's in line with all the others? Eight. Yeah. Sorry, was that eight? Eight. For the physical armour against the tragedy of water. Something is telling me that fight is not the way to go with these creatures. Yeah, I think they're going to be very difficult to take down. I think... Then again, um, some creatures, once you wound them, they back off. Even if they have horror influencing them? No, I've never fought a horror-influenced elemental lion before. We You're about to see. Lightning lizards, and I think we were told that they don't usually fight till death. Yet they did. Yeah, fair point. Okay, um, so after that uh, period of time, again, approximately 10 minutes later, while you're discussing tactics and figuring out what to do with all this information that you've just uh, gained, um, as before, the large rock-like creature, uh, a senke, which you already know is a horror, um, comes out of the, the life rock and just stands down in the front. The only thing that's sort of different this time that you notice is that the lions are, are just patrolling around very slowly, just going round and round and round the life rock. The uh, uh, senke, the horror, has just come out and it's just standing there at the moment, not really doing anything apart from looking around in all directions um, of the woodland. Um, and looking on, you see out of the woods comes a, a soul obsidian, just walks into the, into the clearing. The stone creature, the stone creature uh, moves towards the obsidian coming out of the woods along with the wood lion very slowly obviously because this is 10 meters each anyhow so it's going to take like probably about a minute or two to get there uh, these other ones just stay where they are and these two start moving towards the obsidian who've just come out of the woods rather oddly you see the stone creature embrace the obsidian and gently lay it down on the floor as it examines the obsidian's wounds then you see the wooden looking um, lion uh, move up towards the uh, the obsidian and paw at its wounds and from your vantage point it appears it may be doing something beneficial to the obsidian do you want to roll perception everyone and if you've got awareness based on the fact that i know these do we keep these creatures as pets i know that they have healing powers or anything like that or? Uh, yes, the, the wood one does have the ability to heal either itself or others. Anybody else want to roll perception? There's only three there. Oh. There we go. I think I'll stop go rolling. on, there we go. I think you stop rolling now. Who's that? Is that you? Well, oh no. Oh, it's, God. Call Milan. No, it's, it's me. Perception. Perception. Seven. Yeah. No, it's definitely not me. <laughs> okay, you uh, can definitely see that the, uh, that the uh, wood lion is pouring out its wounds and you can see its wounds slowly sealing and, and healing before your very eyes as if some it's using some kind of talent or spell yes it looks like it infuses the obsidian with a new force of life the wounds are healing and that's certainly something that would befit a creature that is of wood of life but it does not befit a creature that is in the service of a demon do we recognize that particular 
Obsidian. No, no, not really. No. Was he one of the ones that left last night? Uh, definitely. Well, you don't know, <laughs> but I've given it away. Definitely not. No. Okay. So my concern then is that this is one of the ones that's left previously, and it might have been one of the ones that we fought before. That's that's what I was concerned about more than anything. In which case, it's come back, having fallen off the cliff, in the, uh, and then it's now come back to warn him. Okay. After about five minutes or so, um, the the uh, Isenki, the large horror, um, helps the obsidian off the floor, and. Uh, <laughs> Rather bizarrely, as its arms around the obsidian's shoulder as they move slowly back towards the life rock. Then, as they approach the life rock, all three then remerge back with the life rock and disappear into the life rock. I wonder. Now that the four lives still out. And these four are still slowly moving around. They don't seem to be doing what they did last night, which. Just jumping around, frolicking and having a good time. This time they seem to be a bit more restrained. Even the fire one isn't messing about this time. I agree with that, Vanessa. So what, now or after we are slightly better prepared in case they turn on us? I mean, we can always go for better prepared because obviously if we talk to them now, the first thing they're going to do is tell their boss if they don't agree with us that we're looking for them. Okay. Okay, after another couple of minutes, the stone one, Remerges back with the life rock and leaves these patrolling around. I, I think I see where we're going with this. Bearing in mind it's a new day, I would like to boost Woodskin because I have a feeling if we're left with one, it might be worth just taking it. Yep, so we do it. Go ahead. That'll do. Okay, approximately seven to ten minutes later, the air one merges back with the life rock, leaving the fire and the water one remaining. Still slowly moving around the life rock. What uh, information did we get about the, white, the, the water one? Fairly orderly fashion. I don't recall what we asked for about the water one. Water, you found up. out it has physical, physical armor, 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 armor 8. Okay. Physical armor? You didn't ask for that, you asked for... You got its attack, its death rating and its physical defense of 9. Do you reckon we could do two? No. <laughs> I don't know how much. I'd rather do one if we can. Well, I do um do like your confidence. There isn't anything stopping them from re-emerging once we attack one, if they are aware of what's going on with one of their kin. Um, can I ask that if you any way of helping me, I'll charge in as soon as the next one disappears. Oh, okay. Um, can I just um, um, like you said a minute ago, and I forgot to tell you. Um. Okay, they all have a certain special ability. You would know this, Omar. The Earth one has the ability to shake the Earth, which makes people fall over. The Wood one, it can heal. The Water one is able to shield itself and increase its physical armour by shielding itself with a wall of water around its body. The Fire one is able to emit a wave of fire that comes out in a cone-like fashion from it up to about 30 yards uh, to about 10 yards 30 yards um, distance and 10 yards wide and the air one is also able to create a very strong wind which also can knock people over weren't we supposed to try to talk to it rather than charging an attack yeah i think talking is the best start 
So, what are okay. you, wait, well, are you, are you waiting for something? And if so, tell me. I think we're going to wait for the next one to go, whichever one that might be. Okay. So, around about 10, 15 minutes later, these seem to stay out for the longest. Both re-emerge uh, re with the life lock at the same time. Well, okay. I think we'll be better prepared for the next attempt. We can set up the traps and do everything that we planned, and then at least we fail with style. So just a little bit of scene setting, uh, as if Trish is saying this. Did you see what you thought you saw? A creature that you know to be a horror, seemingly concerned about one of the obsidian. Um, it has tainted. Why should such a fiend as a horror have any concern for those it tortures? Perhaps it has no concern, except the lessening numbers of Sidemen left to continue the attack on the village. Whatever the reason, you have to remind yourself that you are still dealing with a horror, one that has tainted this life rock and all the obsidian that remain within. Now it would appear this creature exists uh, in the life, uh, exits the life rock at least twice a day. Is this routine that always occurs, or does it happen in a random fashion? So many questions with no answers. Do we stay observed for days with the possibility of increasing the chances of being spotted, or do we formulate a plan and attack at the next opportunity? Sort on the traps and wait for it to re-emerge again, and then we start picking them off one by one. We can start by trying to talk to them, well, to one, two, three, however many, but we should be better prepared, so so that we have more chances of surviving this. So are we going to see if we can start digging some traps or setting some traps that are going to ensnare the uh Well, like I said in creatures. chat on, disc, on, on Discord, um, you, can, you can set one trap a day because of the ground um, not being so soft. On other things, you can create one trap of three metres by three metres and six metres deep um per success in that case working as a team obviously we do a camera doesn't that i would thought yeah you can do your and then work as, as a usual. team um do we want to start doing some traps or how it might be a good they? idea setting some spears or something some some stakes into the ground to stop any immediate so, charge so you omar and bear, bearing in mind you haven't got any spades that i'm aware of so you will be using hand-fashioned bits of wood out of the woods, which is the other reason why it's not going to be so quick. Pandora, you're pretty not going to obviously make much of a difference whatsoever. Um, but Omar takes up for two people. So for four people to dig a grave, it can take up to four hours in normal loamy soil. Uh, that's why I'm, it's for four people. You can dig a grave within about six hours. We've got 12 hours between six and six if it's going to happen at six you can try to start digging another one if you don't get an extra success but you're going to be pushing for time and you could actually still be digging or disguising it when they start coming out again if they start coming out again at 6 p.m as before so with the um the guidance of the i can't remember the Harrow scout's Bay. name h Harrow, yep yeah i would like to know where she feels that it would be an appropriate place to to make one uh, and then maybe set people to uh, create the stakes and everything else to start funneling, so, sort of almost guiding whatever creatures are attacking us down towards the... Um... Okay, she will say that if you don't want them to notice, then we're going to need to dig it quite close to where the woodland starts. Um, as you can see, if you look all around, there's fallen bits of wood, um, um, 
hanging everywhere so you would be able to disguise it reasonably so it looks like the the um the local environment if you move much further in you would have more difficulty and it would take longer because then you would have to cut the turf up save the turf to side make sure you plant it down all the same as before which will make the job a little bit more difficult and take a little bit longer if you want them to come running your way specifically then fine go ahead and build two really quickly and make sure that they know that something's gone on here and they charge forward immediately i'd rather take like unusual spells that might help because we're obviously going to rest to get them back before an actual fight i think that we should make a good effort to catch the earthen one in a trap because the air one will certainly just jump out or fly out and i think the most solid choice or the one that will have the most trouble getting out of a pit will be the heaviest one if that one doesn't just melt with the earth around it and re-emerge somewhere else but <laughs> I'll go for the fire one because it's six meters down when it casts its AOE, it shouldn't go anywhere. To be honest, it's not like we have a choice of which one's gonna fall into the trap. It is which so one. The choice that we have is are we building one proper trap or are we trying to lag two traps, but they may be less efficient, slightly more shallow, perhaps less pointy sticks, and maybe easier to spot. So. I would go for one proper one, rather than two... I would go for one proper one that's concealed out of the way, so that if they drop down in numbers, like they did just then, we could lure one out into the trap and deal with the other one if we need to. And that's still us being quite optimistic that they will not re-emerge. Yes, yeah. I mean, we're just going to choose our timing. Um, Harifei needed seven, so you've got two successes, so you can build two traps that are well disguised as long as you build them close, make them and dig them close to the edge of the woodland area. What's the um, what's the range on the grid Oh no, again? it's a 10. Sorry, it's step 12. No, sorry, only one. Sorry, got it wrong. I thought that was a 12. No, you can only build one. You can build more, but like I said, they won't be as well disguised. What was the scale of the map again? How big was one square? One square at the moment is 10 metres. And how many metres from... You're approximately so 100 metres away from the actual life rock itself. I just, I don't think it's going to do much. So like from here, gone. where the Obsidian come, it's virtually exactly 100 metres. Where you are, if you go into the woods again, it's at 100 metres. And uh, how far does Harith think we could build it in from the the woods to the life rock? Oh. With it being decently disguised. Within the first square, basically, within the first 10 metre square. Within the first square, so it's going to be 90 metres away from the life rock. Probably a half of the first square and half of the second square, so say 85 maximum. Okay, yeah, so I, I don't think it's going to do much because we, we're going to have to either charge the, the, the melee guys in so they can do their thing, or let them charge us, which I think that's probably... That's why you hide behind some state. You've seen like your Game of Thrones thing, whatever it is, a melee have hidden under the ground a little bit further ahead, the beasts charge over, you've hidden behind the stake, melee jump up behind them and mug them. Yeah, well that's, that's what I was going for. I wanted to know how far the spellcasters could hide behind the back of the pit, basically. Because then we can be like, There's no, trees no, no, around no, no. as well. So, so don't, so don't you forget, you, you, you can build them closer if you want, like here, if you want them to be actually seen. Why you'd want them to be seen, I don't know. We don't want to be concealed, so then the spellcasters could hide behind it. But then the spellcasters don't have any spells that can reach 100 meters to. 
Well, even even the, well, even Triss can't fire hundred meters. No, so like the 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 trap either either has to be yep. in where they'll see it or so far back it's probably going to be useless. Well, I can lure him. I'll I'll, I'll happily go out and lure him back. I don't mind doing that. But um, problem I think we're going to find is that once it's lured back, we lure it back. We need to make sure there's either one. Actually, her max range is ninety six yards. We're not bringing so ninety six meters. So it's not far away from the line from She can. She can hit them. If she manages to hit them from that far, once, surely they will start running towards where they got hurt from. We can wave at them and shout. It's well, not going to be difficult to catch their attention, and they surely will be protective. Yeah, they're clearly on patrol anyway. And I think what, like, specifically the wood one, was concerned about the welfare of the obsidian when came over there and, and healed him. Are they necessarily themselves painted and under the influence or are they just looking out for the territory and the work brotherhood might be that they have no haven't been influenced as strongly by the horror like like, like i said on, on on discord um normally the the the, the cats and so they have the loyalty of cats <laughs> and if if you're unkind to a cat it's just going to go and find someone else that's not unkind to it unless they're obviously under some kind of influence or some horror um power or a spell of some kind i think he's just tricked them but he does seem to have played with them as you saw so if he's got control why would he have done that tricked them I mean, he wouldn't have to cast a spell on if he was all pally pally if he's playing with him and then he could be like while yeah. you're here just come here this dying evil guy that you might not think is evil exactly i mean we've got the ability to talk to them with the magical flute so we might as well talk to them with the magical flute before we attack him agreed okay Straight onto your throat. <laughs> what is that? How far the the flute works? You have to be within twenty yards. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. Well, I mean, it must be a distance where conversation is possible. So, yeah, maybe it's twenty yards, but it's certainly not a hundred yards. Depends how loud you're shouting, I suppose, doesn't it? It's an open area, hundred yards. It's not that far. I could shout at someone a hundred yards on a golf course and still hear me when I shouted four. <laughs> exactly and i do shout that quite often mm. <laughs> <laughs> so they may, may, may could shout i don't know stop i think confuse the buggers hello there mm. mr lion I think of meal. possibly uh set up a perimeter of stakes within inside the the forest so that we can cover our flanks yeah, that's a separate trap. Least. I'll allow you, allow you to make a perimeter of stakes sticking out of the ground. So I'll get to sort of whittling down some, I'll say whittling with a great big sword, I'll start chopping up some trees. Um, and start sticking them in the ground so that they can't basically flank us and take the spellcasters off guard. Harithay will ask, when do you want me to tell you it's daily time? About an hour or so before or, or what? Then 30 minutes. Um, yeah. yeah probably best. I think we need to be aware that I think the spellcasters need to be prepared as well. It's less of a complication for me. I'll just pull a sword out and hit things. I am, by the way, Stephen, going to have uh, the Blackstone Blade yep. um, handy in uh, on my belt. Okay. Or I'm going to have it to hand anyway. Yeah. Remember, it's never used as a weapon. No, I'm yep. more hopefully going to use it as a way of identifying myself as a friend okay. to the animals. Okay. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, didn't think of that. Good idea. Here's a wild and wacky idea for you. <laughs> okay. 
why don't we when the uh, they all come out and wait for the obsidian to come back next time you go out and pretend to be one of the evil ones oh. he's alive that's 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 a significant yeah, thing it might be a bit of a giveaway okay i don't, I, I don't know much about horrors but would they not know i don't know i'm not you know not my field of expertise okay um I don't know. not mine Kalias, do you want to roll a half magic, since that's been the kept question asked? I'm trying. No yeah, no, it's hard to say. Probably a bad idea. <laughs> on a scale of one to eaten, eaten. Yeah. yeah. On a scale of one to eaten. Like Ouch. I said before, you've got, you got a roll before. You know about Animate Dead. And as far as, you're, as, far as you know, Animate Dead doesn't necessarily... It doesn't have um, include control. What? On its own. Animate Dead doesn't include the control of those creatures. Maybe another power does. Right. So, okay. Um, so we set that perimeter, definitely. So what are you doing? Are you building, two, are you building a, 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 a trap? A stake trap? Pit trap? Close to the edge? It's, it's not so much a stake trap. It's more a defensive perimeter so that... We can do both. You know, if they're, if they're coming towards us, then they need to navigate those spikes and therefore are going to come face-to-face -face with the trap or me and not any of the spellcasters. Yeah. That's the plan. I'd, I'd rather, the tr you know, those just sort of guide it towards you can the dig, right person. Like I said, you, you can dig the, 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 the pit trap and put the stakes in the ground. That's I'll, I'll allow you to do that. That's fine. Because putting stakes in the ground and... Okay. Sharpening them to a point. Both Chris and Harafe have that as one of their as their artisan skill. Yeah. Okay. We'll set, do it then. But we set it where like close to where we are. We are not trying to go as close to the rock as possible. We're just this is the defensive thing. We'll try yeah. to hide behind it if needs be. Yep. We know where it is. Oh, here's the thought then. If we set up like a um a load of stakes in the ground like we were saying, if they were to drop in there could we drop that like in, in a big rack of stakes over the top as like a cover and stop them from just jumping out or climbing out? You won't be able to do that. I set just it up thinking... to, to, to be sprung when it fell in. That's a bit more complicated. You could create that yeah. kind of trap as in once it's fallen in, you fling it into the hole. As in it's the, the really cage gonna... over the top sort of thing. Yeah, but it's not really going to down with that much force. But I suppose it depends how much anything that's fallen in there is trying to get out. If it's got spikes above it, it's probably going to do some damage. But you'll have to, that'll be an action for at least, mm, you'd be able to do it on your own. So yeah, lift up like a, a gatey kind of thing with spikes in it into the hole. Basically, yeah, just just to discourage it from trying to escape is what I'm thinking. But yeah, I, I, you know, if we've got the time, I'd like to attempt that second trap and to stakes in the ground to funnel them towards us okay so i'm gonna say so this is going to be your stake trap bearing in mind this is 10 meters 10 meters that's 20 meters and then the pit trap don't put that in front of there so say like in the middle bit here like that if you don't like it i'll clear it and you could draw it yourselves i'm just wondering if we can move some stakes around the outside like there and there so that we're funneling it into that gap that makes sense Okay, right. So, Aaron, draw what, what we're doing. And put the pit in the middle. And I presume you're all going to stand behind the back of there, then. That was what I was thinking. So we all stand in the middle there and lure it in. In the middle where? Behind, in, in, within the, like, here? Within the trapezium. Yeah, within there, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
obviously it's not to scale, so we'd, we'd, all, we'd have to make it big enough that... Okay, they are, they are like cats. 10 metres square. That's so they will be able to jump. How high? You don't... Mm, you could probably jump... Well, you will know. Probably, they, can, they can jump um, about 2 metres high. Um, in, this case, in which case, just build it to scale so that we know that... I mean, can we disguise it so that it doesn't look immediately like a trap? Yeah, because you know, like you said, if you do it near the woodland edge, you can yeah. easily disguise it because you can just put like tree branches around and um, yeah, old ones do that, that, look, that look half through. dead, for instance. Yeah, do that then. Just disguise the pit trap and lure them into that. It might be a little bit of an oddity if it's too big. Yeah, it just needs to be big enough that we can get in there, or so, at the very least. Harris they will say, if you're going to make something so big, it's probably better if we actually fell a whole tree. Because then it'll look like act. a tree has fallen during the during the day. Okay. You can cut down a tree within within a couple of hours and knock it. Out. And with Harrow okay. she'll be able to make it so it drops this way. Yeah, so it drops across. There, and then, then it won't look as out of place or so obvious that something's changed significantly. Yeah, fell the tree. So it's, to get over, get to us, she's going to have to go jump over the tree and then hopefully straight down the trap. Okay, that's the plan. I like it. Good plan. Okay, so anyone doing anything particular apart from preparing for this during the day? Well, Harathay is going to have a recovery test, that's for sure. Well, I don't know enough about my sword to weave a thread to it, though, unfortunately. No, you don't know the key knowledge, so you can't weave a thread to it. Yeah, so uh, I'm just going to go for attempting to stab things. Yeah, you need to be able to, you need to know the key knowledge to be able to weave any threads to it. Harathay is going to say it's around about five o'clock. We just need to clean up, make sure everything's set in place. Everything's as we really want it. Do some final checks. Are we trying to attune the grimoires? Do you have anything cool to cast, Pandora? I always anything? have cool things to cast. <laughs> anything worth attuning the grimoire for? Uh, probably. Can you only attune one? Yeah. Grimoire. Yeah, because you have to sustain it. So you reattune it, and it'll last for ten minutes. It takes ten minutes to reattune, and then it will take ten minutes. Yeah, 10 minutes before you then need to start weaving threads to it per success. So if you made two successes, you can wait 20 minutes before you need to start weaving threads to it and cast it and so on. So are people uh, trying to attune to a spell in, in the grimoire that they found recently? Or are, we doing, are you doing something else? Or are you just going to wait and see how this one goes to similar to yesterday? Or are you going to go for it this time? We, well, we attacking this time or talking to them at least? We're trying to talk first and then attack, or...? Because this is the situation where all five will be there, and then all five disappeared. So they're not, they're not going to disappear if, one at a time this time. So we're going to do them all five. If, if they follow. I think play it by ear. If they all disappear at the same time, then we can't do anything anyway. Um, if they start going once, one by one, wait till we're down to two and then call them in. That would be my thought on it. Yeah, if you're talking in a smaller amount, you can ask them to chat to their mates or something. I'm going to try and put Phantom Fireball into my grimoire. Okay. Which circle is it? Five. Nice try. Five, sorry, yeah. Why not? What's the worst could happen? Go big. Well, nothing. Go big. Just, you just don't manage it, that's all. The that worst that can happen. Oh, I'm going to get horror marks for it, is it? No, you're not, because it's fairly safe, as long as you do it within the, the, the confines the, of the grimoire. The ten minutes and not try and rush the bugger. No, I'm not going to rush it. I'm going to be nice and steady. Spend some karma. Oh, my. That'll do. <laughs> Fireball time. Unbelievable. So that's one extra success as well. So that's Fireball for 20 minutes, minutes then. Hadouken! Ooh. 
yeah so you can have it attuned for, for up to 20 minutes before you need to start weaving a thread and casting it I don't even know what it does. I just saw it went fireball. Yeah. Um, obviously, I'm going to do that as close to the time as when we think it's going to come out due to woman's sun clock. Right. Her, her error margin is give or take 10 minutes. Well, I've got two steps. So. Well, once, once she gets to 10 minutes beforehand, I, I, how, how long have we got? Sorry. A minute. How long away are we? About? Well, she said at five o'clock, it's five o'clock. Give right, or take, got give or take ten minutes. So it could be ten to five or ten past five or anywhere in between. Right, okay. I'll give it half an hour and I'm gonna bridge woodskin again. Okay. Um, watch me roll pitiful now. I'm gonna try and um also attune my grimoire then. Sort of closer to the time. Uh... she will actually know within well, she's gonna know exactly when it's six o'clock. Nice. Okay, are you uh, reattuning then? Yeah, just wanted to see what the sort of which spell are you going to go, go for? I think I'm going to Blood go pudding. for... No, that, I wouldn't even be able to cast that at this stage. So we're going to have to stick with... Uh, I mean, what's the harm in trying Astral more, right? 15. Unlikely. But, I mean, why not? Yay. It actually worked. Well, it worked. <laughs> it's like it's meant to be. It absolutely is meant Today's to be. Today's a day where all your roles come to be, isn't it? After after the after the last three weeks of all your roles just barely making it, and one person having to be the hero every time. Today's the day for the heroes to strike when you need it the most. Right. Okay. So, like I said, she knows when six o'clock is a pro is going to be exactly happening. So you're gonna are you gonna start this ten minutes before when she knows it's six o'clock, or are you going to do it closer to six o'clock? I'm gonna start mine when I first see them come out. I was gonna say, to be fair, so we've got ten time minutes. Because... Yeah, no, it takes ten minutes, but yeah, but we're, they, we're, they we're, hover we're around for at least fifteen. Okay, because yeah. we're not gonna attack so them, are we? Until okay. they start going. Okay. Yeah, well, probably a good idea. I'd wait till the, the ground starts rumbling, and then go to town. You, you, you guys will have to wait until we're done. Okay. Yeah, good idea. I don't know why I didn't do that. To be fair, but they've they've stayed they've stayed more than ten minutes last time, didn't they? Well, they were about half an hour in the end. More yeah. or less, yeah, because they came out first for about ten minutes or so. Then the horror came out. Then it sent some obsidian out. Then about ten minutes later, it merged back in, and then they were out for about another ten minutes or so. So they were the the actual crunches were out for about half an hour ish. That's if they stay. It might not. It might might be different this time. Well, let's have a look. I think it's going to be like the first time, though. When... Uh, bearing in mind that the rumbling starts when the lions come out. It didn't start with the obsidian. It started with the lions. Yeah. I mean, are we going to attack all five of them? Or are we going to hold off? What is the actual plan? Are we, cause are we going to just attack all five, wait for him to come and go, then attack the five? I'd wait for him to come and go. Don't want to be halfway through fighting them and then him pop his, uh, pop his head out. What I'm going to do is I'm going to start attuning my grimoire when he's out. Because he lasted about 10 minutes, didn't he, when he was out, and then he went back in. Well, you've already done it, up. so you've got 20 minutes. 20 minutes from when? From when he comes out? Uh, you now? said you were going to do it when the rumbling started, so when the rumbling started. That's what so he said. That will, so that'll still be when he's out. When do you want to start it? You when start, decide when he, you want to start it now, and then... When he emerges, that's when we start, because then by the time he's done, we'll be able to fight the lions, yeah? Because he normally he takes... Roughly yeah. 10 minutes, yeah? So we should be able to sort of maybe fire off a spell or two before he goes 
after he goes away. Okay. Yeah. So not straight the second, not the very second he emerges, but we'll like, you know, give it a couple minutes, two minutes, three minutes, and then we start because it takes 10 minutes to do it. So ideally, when he goes, when he disappears, we'll be almost done with it or just done with it. And then we'll still have a couple minutes to sort ourselves out and start the fight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fine then. So are you going to wait now then? Until the lions come out, if they come out at the same time as they did before, yeah? Yep. Yep. Okay. Right, okay. So, at approximately 10 minutes past six, the, you, you hear the familiar rumbling, but now you're 100, over 100 yards away. It's not. You manage to still stay on your feet quite easily. And as clockwork, the five elemental crajays, the lion, elemental lions, whatever you want to prefer to call them, appear out of the life rock. Again... Wandering around, patrolling. Okay, so you're you're all waiting, yes? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Until, okay, as like clockwork, the large horror, the Senke, appears out of the light rock once again, comes on down, looks around a little bit. This time it's a little bit different. There's no obsidian. But as you continue observe, you spot a group. Six large apes appear into the, into the clearing slowly move into the clearing on the opposite side to where you're you're currently hiding the crajays spot the apes and immediately charge uh immediately charge towards them surprisingly the horror unexpectedly is almost as fast as the fire crajay with the uh the wood and the earth following up behind quite slowly as the larger shape of the five stands up and beats its chest, you hear a loud, ferocious bellowing. The cradio of air then stops some 20 metres away from the group of apes. Just as the apes start to move forward, the horror then waves its hands towards the ape and the, the, the larger silverback ape immediately ceases to move as if frozen to the spot. The other four smaller apes appear to be confused by this and for a moment cease their aggressive postures. All five crajays then encircle the group of apes, whilst the four smaller apes, uh, five smaller apes, hold their ground. The horror then appears to be concentrating on the large silverback ape, and after a few moments, you see it stand upright and turn and growl at its companions. One of the small apes tries to run and is immediately set upon by the crajays, who slaughter it within a few moments. The other four then start cowering under the large silverback ape and one by one stop, st stop and stare blankly at the horror and then moments later appear to be under its control. All of the apes then stand, stare, stand and stare at the horror as if waiting for a command. Moments later, they charge off into the forest. Uh, anyone who's got perception, sorry, um, awareness and roll that. Um, I'm attuning the grimoire, so surely I'm not observing anything. Oh, yeah, true. Oh, that is true. All right, okay. Apart from what I've told you, you just see the uh, apes turn around after seemingly be under control. Well, five, five of them, because one's now lying on the floor, having its guts ripped out, and charge off back into the forest. Well, I That's think new. this explains why the lions are here and why they probably will not listen to the horror talking then, to them sorry the horror and the lions then continue uh patrolling around as per usual um after about 15 minutes or so 
The uh, horror then remerges back with the life rock, leaving four Kradjays encircling the rock. Well, that was new. Yeah. So there's going to be no talking to him. Seem not. So Mugum, when there's one left. Well, if yes, you remember they last night, they all, they all went last in. Night they all went in together. They all so... went in together. This morning, they didn't go in together. So, so it's going know. to be a fight more or nothing at this point. Mm, potentially. So, go. Go. 350 combined hit points, which is way more than us. Yeah. Come on. Worst case scenario, we run. Yeah, absolutely. I say we just go for it. Yeah. Mugum. Yeah. Oh, screw it then. Um, There's only five of them. That's right. We've got yeah. the numbers. Can I prepare? Um, can I prepare like a thread or two before you start charging? Or is it too much to ask? Uh, how how long can you hold the thread for if before casting? Do you not have to cast immediately oh. after hold? After... I'm saying that I've got two two threads to weave yep. for this spell to get cast. So yep. if I am done with one. I can give him a nod, and he can charge then, and then I'll be on my one. And then the next one is going to be normal combat. I thought you were going to let them come towards you. No, I don't know. That's going to be up to Omar, what, how he's going to... I, I, I would him. let them come to us. That would be my plan, to let yeah. them come to us. That and the trap. Ideally, we get some shots in with range while the melee drinks some coffee or something. I thought you were all going to try and stand Happy here. That. Behind yeah, me. that's the plan. Okay. Okay. Um, that trap. Yeah, because I did. We get a few shots in with the archers and the range before they even make it across. Get some actual additional damage in. And um, air armors and stuff, we're putting it on. I would say, so if you've got any preparations you need to do, obviously you, you you won't be able to do any chain casting, Pandora and uh, Kalias, because you're busy doing your re-tuning to your grimoires and keeping concentration on that. Comalan, are you casting anything on the group? Uh, yeah, and uh, starting with an air armor probably is a good idea. Okay. Okay, and you're all behind it, so... Are you mounted, Cormelan? Yes. Okay. Would be silly not to. Alright, so... Are you making some noise? Are you, are you, are you, are you pounding on your, your shield? Scream, bellowing really loud? Um, you well, come I will out be of cover? when we know that everybody's ready. When everybody's ready, I will be. I would put uh, out a couple of air armors before. And weave an extra threat to them, so they go up to minutes duration. So now they will be there for eight minutes, which I assume will be enough. No, you don't need to count for that, I don't think. How fast did they move last time? So the air one moves pretty fast. The uh, the fire one is the next fastest. The uh, water water one is not quite as fast as the red as the fire one, and the stone. And wood ones, very slow indeed. Um, who did you cast air on, by the way? Was it everybody? Yeah, including Gundra. So it's going to take, well, Trish and um, Arathe will now have a shot on the air creature because it's now within 95 yards at minus two, obviously. So they're going to uh, have a shot because we don't need to roll initiative yet because it's going to take a couple of rounds before they get near you. When we see them closing in, yeah, we start weaving threads for like, you know, when we slow, we know they are a couple of seconds away, so we normally would get like one or maybe two if we're lucky, like if we roll successfully. Can we do that or not? Yeah, 
I like to do that within... Yeah, that's fine, actually. I won't bother restricting it. Like, last minute, obviously, but just before they actually approach. And again, and again, and again. Oh, well, that won't work. Right, okay. That was Mystic Aim, but that didn't work, so we're just down to normal. This is... That really is concerning. Yeah, this is Trish on the air one. Okay, smacks it a little bit. Doesn't seem to do much damage to it though. Oh, no, actually, no. It knocks it back a little bit. Does it quite a bit, actually? Uh, that one uh, yeah. takes an arrow in its shoulder, spins back a little bit, almost stopped in its in its, in its uh, stride, but manages to keep to, to stay stood up and keep going forward. Arathay has a, a, a shot with, with her, with her bow. It's got nothing fancy though. Oh. Or does she? No, that's it. Oh, this time it is. So, extra success with the damage. Where you want it to roll well. Alright, minimal amount. Didn't really do that much hurt at all. Right, anybody else? No one's got any other attacks they can make at this time, have they? No. No. Okay, so. Um, I would. Um, Cormilan would also start um, weaving a thread with a little bit more. Uh, he would start a little bit earlier, and um, so he can provide Omar and Vanessa with flying weapons. Okay. And I would like to weave my threads as well. Right. Okay. So they've all run forward again. The air, the air one's going to be with you in the next two rounds. So that's going to lie down until it gets near. <laughs> Assume the position. <laughs> well, if we get an AOE fireball or something like that, I should take less damage lying down flat to the floor. So, hopefully this time, uh, Trisha's mystic aim actually does something. No, it does nothing. Right, so it just fires and last bit. Oh. Last bit of camera. Well, that's failed. If that was your red weaving. Okay, she hits that one squarely in, in the same shoulder she hit it before. Haraday goes and uh, shoots off with her bow. And it goes flying past the air one and completely misses it, just whizzes through the air. How far is the air one out? Uh, 20, 30, 40, uh, 40, 40, 40 meters. So it's going to be with you. It's going to be with you in the next in the, in the next round after the uh, in two rounds. I'll position myself directly in front of the trap so that I sort of try and keep me as the main target. Okay, you're stood right in front of the trap. That's fine. You're behind, down you? Well, you're all behind the spike poles at the moment that are disguised by a fallen tree. Another. Uh, I'm literally waiting until I've got to combat and then I'll move in to engage. Okay, that's fine. Uh, right. Okay, so it's a. Uh, how, what is the yards to meter? 40? One to one. One to one. Okay, so I'm going to cast Phantom Fireball like that because it's 40, 40 yards away. Yep, go ahead. Providing that I could have cast my uh, thread the previous turn. You could have done, yeah. Can you roll for yeah, it, yeah, though? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, we just moved so fast, they didn't know what was occurring, as it were. It's combat! Everything moves fast! Come on! Let's go! that's us. Go on then. Weave your thread. I don't know what I need. Probably not that. Well, if you go to it in the book, it'll tell you. You probably yeah, need a got 10, it, I reckon. Got it open. Uh, weave in uh, 9, 14. Nine. It's yeah. the first one. Yeah, okay. So you'll yeah, weave so you'll have to try and weave it again this round. So this round. So you can try it. So you can do it again. Yeah, do it again now, because this round's gone now. Use karma. Well, I'm going to do this time, because they're... Uh, she's two so far today. So, yeah, that'll do. Smart. 
how, so how many, that's against how many air, threads yeah? do you need? Um, well, that'll be the thread. It takes a thread to cast it. So I can't do I have to. That means next turn I'll cast it. So I need to move the threads for this round. Yeah, that's two successes. I don't think it matters for threads. Unless you planned for more than one. For it. Yeah, it doesn't do anything. So right. next turn. Okay. Successes are better. But it means that this time I won't be fireball in the air. I'll fireball the next two. But yeah. That's me done. Okay, then. the air one's charging forward. It's nearly at you. It will be at you next round. The others are quite far away at the moment and slouches in comparison. Okay, so it's uh, as it's going to be at you this round, it's going to be able to pounce or jump or do something. Uh, it's now initiative. Thanks for watching The Circle of Gold. See you next time. Bye.